Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Balls, Sticks, and Fist. This is your host Keaton, and we are live. So this is the first um, version of the fist of the portion of the podcast. So on this episode we will go over the headlines from the MMA community, and we will do a little breakdown of just the UFC main card. Um... Yeah, just the main card, and I'm not going to get into, like, the early prelims or the prelims. Um, Not that much name value there, but prelims should be exciting. Um, But just we'll we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Don't you worry. All right, so right into the headlines. uh, Tiago Santos has left the UFC, and he has signed a deal with the PFL. Uh, Not much surprise that the UFC is not bringing Tiago Santos back. He's kind of on a skid. Um, I think his only win since the loss over, uh, since the loss from John Jones, I think his only win that was against Johnny Walker. It was kind of like a boring five round decision. Um, he's kind of been their go to for like uh, fight night main events. Um, that's basically what they've used him for. So, not surprised PFL signing him. Um, He's probably got a pretty big bag from the PFL. The PFL is signing a lot of um, a lot of fighters, and I don't know who's like the back of the PFL, like who's like money backing them. But they are definitely emptying. They're definitely emptying the bankroll on these fighters. So good for him getting paid, uh, because UFC gold was just not going to happen at this point of his career. Um, kind of sad to see uh, the like the effects of the John Jones fight because he like blew out both of his knees in the Jones fight and he just never was the same after that. I don't know if it had to do with like he just didn't feel as explosive or what it was. I know <laughs> I don't know, but like I know that like blowing out both your knees can't be good. <laughs> Uh, and it's probably a really hard injury to back, like uh, come back from, especially when Tiago Santos was once like, you know, one of the scariest guys in the 205 division, and we just never saw that fire again. I don't know if it got to his head about almost beating John Jones, because I think one judge gave him the, gave him the decision, uh, but he just never was the same after that. And maybe that's just what John Jones does to fighters. People are just never the same after they fight him. Uh, Dominic Reyes, to be, for example. All right, on to our next headline. Uh, we got Michael Chandler and Dustin Poirier is official for UFC 281 in New York City at the Mecca, Madison Square Garden. Uh, this is a three-round fight. Dustin was pushing for five rounds, but the, I think the holdup was on uh, Chandler's and I don't think Chandler won five rounds, and for good reason, we'll get into that. Also, part of this fight agreement being uh, agreed on, uh, Michael Chandler has signed a new contract with the UFC, so good for Chandler getting a new contract, probably a little more money, but uh, it is quite clear he did not want this to be five rounds, and even in a three-round fight, I'm a favorite Dustin. Um, Chandler just hasn't, uh, like, I'm a huge Chandler fan, don't get me wrong, but he just hasn't, mm, fight IQ maybe, uh, 
hell of an athlete, but when it comes to using his skill set best uh, to get like the victory, I ha- just haven't seen it. I've seen the ex- like he's exciting as hell, but when it comes to using his skill set to win fights, it just hasn't happened. And maybe he flips that switch and maybe uses more of his wrestling against Dustin, but I think Dustin's going to maybe have a rocky first round and then rounds two and three, I think he's going to be able to pour, uh, pull away just because Chandler uses so much energy in those bursts because it seems like all he throws is like an, <laughs> he just throws that huge overhand right and uh, he can crack those. So that'd be interesting. Um, last piece of headlines we got today is uh, we got Darren Till versus Drakus Du Plushis Places. Uh, targeted for UFC 282. That's the December pay-per-view card. Uh, we'll see if Darren Till makes it to the fight. Uh, I'm really not all like, oh my God, Darren Till's coming back because I feel like we've been saying Darren Till's coming back for a while now. He just hasn't been the same fighter since getting uh, choked out against Woodley. Uh, I think the UFC might have pushed him a little too fast. And it's just, I don't know if he, I don't know. We'll get into that at a later date, but uh, I guess we'll get into it if he makes it to the fight. So we'll see about that. But without further ado, let's get into UFC 279 this weekend in Las Vegas, Nevada at the T-Mobile Arena. So like I said earlier, prelims, not like any big names. You got Chris Barnett versus uh, Cole Collar or some, I don't even know. Some heavyweight fight. The Barnett guy's exciting. He's the guy that did like the spinning wheel kick. Then he did like the front somersault after the, the knockout. But uh, should be some entertaining fights, but nothing of name value. Uh, so let's get into the main card. Starting us off uh, in the light heavyweight division, we go to number 13, Johnny Walker, facing off against Ian Cudabella. Um, this guy, uh, so let's just get into the odds first. Johnny Walker's a plus 165. Uh, is a minus 195. Uh, Johnny Walker just hasn't really been the same fighter since getting um, cracked against Corey Anderson. Um, when was that? Like Probably like three years ago now, four years ago. Uh, but he just hasn't been the same. Now he's training at SBG. Ireland with John Kavanaugh. I believe he's still there. I could be wrong. I know he's done his last uh, two camps there for sure. But I don't know. This is like this. I don't know. Not really that good of a fight to open up the main card. If I'm being honest, Kudobella is a lot of bark and no bite. Um, we saw that bark against uh, against uh, Ankalev. And then he got sparked out. Um, very intense guy, but when it comes to fighting skill against these top level guys, can't really hang. His pat, he's on a little win streak, I believe, but he's really been relying on his wrestling lately to uh, drag out these W's. Johnny Walker, on the other hand, just got knocked out against Ryan Spawn. Was it Ryan Spawn? Who no, it wasn't Ryan Spann. Who was it? Who was it? One second. Gotta get the names right over here. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, ah, Jamal Hill, my bad. He beat Ryan Spann back in um, 2020. But uh, Jamal Hill just knocked him out. My bad. My apologies. Jamal Hill just knocked him out on a punch that looked like it landed on the forehead. Um, this fight, <laughs> I see it being like a lot of barking, not a lot of biting. Uh, if I had to pick someone to win it, I'll go with the underdog, Johnny Walker, on this one. Moving into our next fight, if we thought the first fight wasn't of uh, much of entertainment, this one doesn't follow it up any better. We could do the bantamweight division in the female division. Uh, Aaron Aldana versus Macy Chirizen. Damn, these last names are hard today. <laughs> uh, so we got... Aldana's the number fourth ranked bantamweight, and then Macy's the number tenth ranked bantamweight. We got uh, Aldana as a minus one eighty, and Macy as a plus one fifty five. I'm not ever gonna act like I know who these people are, but hell, I'll go with the favorite on this one, Aldana. Moving to a little, little better fight, maybe. We got superhero Kevin Holland, the minus two hundred favorite versus Danielle. Not Dan. Daniel Rodriguez, uh, the plus 170. This is a catchweight bout at 180 pounds. Uh, usually both these fighters fight at 170. But um, I don't know about Daniel. Yeah, 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 he does. Because Dan Daniel fought Kevin Lee. That's where Kevin Lee fits into all of this. Uh, but this fight I think Kevin Holland's kind of overlooking Daniel a little bit he said at media day he really doesn't see this being a fight and that Daniel kind of has shitty shitty street boxing but honestly I've watched Daniel Rodriguez a couple times against Mike Perry against Kevin Lee and I think he's got pretty crisp boxing in my opinion uh, but that's an untrained eye but I think he's got some pretty good boxing. But this being at a catch weight, I think it's kind of the bigger story. Just because Daniel Rodriguez did have hand surgery. So I think he's kind of been sidelined for a little bit. So his weight was kind of up. So he wasn't able to get down to 170 whenever they just made this fight like three weeks ago. So I'm going to lean towards Kevin Holland. But I don't think it's going to be cakewalk. So, I'll be with Kevin Holland on this one. Going into the co-main event of the evening, we got number 14th welterweight, Lee, Jane, Lee the Leech Jingling versus Tony Elkakui Ferguson. Um, so, Tony's moving up to 170. Uh, personally, I don't think he took a, the, enough time off after that knockout. Uh, we've never seen Tony like knock knocked out like that and that literally just happened like when was that May 8th and we're in September it's September 8th today so June July August. so that was what 12 weeks ago um, that he was just knocked out cold coming back already against a guy that has power at 170 and can be a killer so 
I don't know. The UFC site didn't have the odds on this one. But if I had to go in a direction, I'd probably go towards the leech. But if Tony is fully recovered, um, be interesting to see Tony at 170. He was on the Ultimate Fighter at 170. He's kind of, he's what, he did have a lot of fights at 170 before dropping down to 155. So we'll see what Tony looks like not cutting all the weight. Be interesting, but I'm kind of leaning towards the leech. But wouldn't surprise me if Tony pulls out a vintage Tony performance. But I just think Tony's a little past his prime, obviously, and had a couple too many wars. So on to the main event of the evening. We got number three, Kamzat Chamayev versus Nathan Diaz. So Chamayev's a minus eleven fifty and Nathan is a plus seven fifty. Uh, there's really not much to say about this, but Nate just wants out of his UFC contract. And uh, also, we can tie in the Chandler DP news now. Um, if Nate was going to re-sign with the UFC, if he was going to sign that contract before the fight agreement, uh, they were the UFC was going to make Dustin Poirier versus Nathan Diaz. But obviously, Nate did not want to sign the new contract. So instead of giving him... Dustin Poirier, they gave him Chimaev. So, I mean, we all know what the UFC is doing, but in my opinion, it really doesn't matter. Chimaev can curb stomp Diaz on Saturday, and Diaz will still be a star, so it won't affect him going into free agency because uh, everyone's already written him off, so it's not like his star power is going to take a hit after losing on Saturday. But I'm not writing off Nathan, uh, but... Hopefully he worked on... I think he's got to be aggressive off his back because Chimaev will put him on his back. But hopefully he's aggressive off his back like uh, what Gilbert did. Gilbert Gilbert was just throwing up submission tips off his back and it made Chimaev kind of uncomfortable being there. Make it a dogfight, get into the fourth and fifth round and uh, just make a dogfight. But I think Chimaev learned by uh, from the Burns fight and I don't think he's going to be lured into a dogfight. So I kind of see Chimaev running away with this one. Maybe a first or second round submission. And Nate goes on to his separate ways without taking too much damage. And that's how it ends. Um, is this card worth $80? Mm, probably not. Is it a good like fight night card? Yeah, it's a great fight night card, but... 80 bucks for this. Uh, hopefully it's entertaining. Hopefully we get some another shocking upset. We've already had a few shocking upsets this year. So hopefully maybe we see Nate Diaz shock the world. And we get one more. I'm not surprised, motherfucker. Just for Stockton. 209. Uh, but I'm going to be... I mean... It's not even worth riding with uh, Chamayev at a minus 11.50. Got to ride with the dogs. Uh, just kidding. I would just not bet anything. And if there was a bet on this, I would go the under rounds. I wouldn't even pick a winner. I would just do the under rounds or fight does not go the distance. Uh, but that's going to wrap up our UFC talk. Uh, what I have planned for you guys is a college football preview dropping tomorrow. And hopefully uh, 
we get to win some money. And this freaking car, dude, right outside my window. All night last night, the car alarm just freaking going off. And it's the most annoying thing ever. And it didn't do it all day, but it just started doing it now. So I don't know, like, what, like, I don't know what's going on with that car, but it's the most annoying thing ever because they're parked right outside my window. But that's going to wrap us up. Uh, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. And we are out. Thanks for listening. Peace.